Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast. December 6th edition, we're talking SmackDown. We're talking Chris Cyborg and the UFC. A little bit of Dana White as well. Guys, if you haven't already... Go vote for myself, Brandon Howard, Jeff Hawkins, and Fightful.com's in the Sheedy Awards. There are uh, links on the YouTube page, on the podcast page, all over the place. Go support Fightful.com and our associates. I am joined by the aforementioned Sheedy-nominated Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how are you? Greetings and salutations. It seems like it was only yesterday. It was actually two days ago, but it was almost yesterday. You weren't on last night's show, were you? I thought no, you no, were no, 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 no. Trina and I look a lot alike, but uh, you do. <laughs> I think you steal the hearts of a few more men than she does. So somehow, somehow I doubt that. <laughs> Which would you say is more likely to lure Enzo Amore back to a hotel room, you or? Oh, <laughs> probably Trina. I, I got no game. I can't. <laughs> I was not expecting Jeez. that question at all. I'm sorry. That was just well. Hey, <laughs> you got to be on your toes, right? Oh sure. You're this award-nominated you know? podcast guest, <laughs> and not prepared. He says. Oh, I was going to segue. And speaking of not being able to be on their toes, AJ Styles in a walking boot. Everybody. Oh, thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> guys if this is your first time checking out fightful.com or the fightful podcast head over to fightful.com register absolutely free you'll get uh live coverage of every major event wrestling from from evolve to wwe to tna to lucha underground to nxt uh mma from pretty much everything on fight pass bellator world series of fighting ufc even flow grappling the john jones uh dan henderson fight we're gonna have live coverage of that i do believe uh, you'll have access to our forums, contests, giveaways, exclusive financial analysis from Brandon Howard, interviews, access to podcasts like the Matt Riddle one, which uh, goes up publicly to non-members about three or four days later. But you can get early access to that by registering absolutely free 
at Fightful.com. We have SmackDown to talk about, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And we did not get the AJ Styles-James Ellsworth match tonight as as uh, AJ Styles is injured. He hurt his ankle. He's in a walking boot. Fortunately, his ass is okay after that terrible rip of his pants uh, a couple nights ago. How long do you think AJ's going to be out? It seems like he's – but they, they want to hold this off. I think it's just a walking boot for maybe a week or two. I don't think it's that long, um, which is why I think they probably should have done a match anyways. And, look, I wouldn't be averse in this postmodern era to James Ellsworth having had that title for a week or two while AJ heals. <laughs> I know that I know people are going to look at me and yell at me and all that other stuff, but this isn't this isn't the 80s when titles were important. This isn't even the 90s when when it was just on the fly booking that for for the purposes of the story, it would actually forward a few things if he had had that one or two week tile run. I thought they were going to do a dusty finish anyways and give him the title for a week until they stripped it if they had actually no. done a match. But everybody, everybody, I mean, like all morning on my Twitter, everybody was crying about purity of the sport and has to be a star to get over. No, he's looking for an entertaining TV show. It might have been slightly entertaining to actually have paid this off for just a week. I don't think there's a chance in hell James Ellsworth gets that title. Oh, not not now, no, but I was just saying. I don't, I don't think there ever was. I don't think unless goes up and he has somehow – done like a trading places with Braun Strowman (laughs) and like that's him then yeah otherwise I don't think it's going to happen now I do wish that they would they would take my idea and bring in all these jobbers to warm him up for this title match now I want to see him beating Barry Horowitz Colin Delaney I want to see him beat these Gilbert I want to see him beat Gilbert Gilbert that's perfect yeah I have no problem. That's exactly what's wrong with wrestling titles that mean shit these days. Uh, I disagree with that. I think the Miz has made the Intercontinental title mean a I, whole lot more than, than what it used to. Uh, I get the point. No, there, there's just weird. But there's there's just weird misconception about that title, though. I want to you know, address. You know, everybody's like. I want to address his point because I I understand that. I understand people want this to mean something, but but let's think about something else. Does that Raw title really mean a hell of a lot right now? In terms of no. Kevin Owens carrying it? No, because everybody's waiting for Triple H to come back and pay off the angle. So, I mean, look, I, I agree in theory. Titles should mean something, and the best guy in your company should carry the title. If this were old-school pro wrestling, I would agree with this. This is Vince McMahon's world where he doesn't care whether or not it's good, and he doesn't care whether or not the titles are important. He cares about being entertaining to a more casual fan base than us. Okay? We care about the titles because it's important. The titles to him are a plot device more than an actual symbol of achievement. Also, there's this weird misconception that the Intercontinental title always used to be this launching pad. You go back and you look at the history of that title. Didn't happen that many no. times. Happened a few no. times. Uh, Tito Santana doesn't have a title run. Mr. Perfect doesn't. Rick Rude doesn't. Honky Tonk Man sure as hell doesn't have a, a world title run. Either way, uh, 
AJ is such a great it got deal. Glo- it got glorified, you know, when it, quote unquote the wor- the workers' belt and things of that nature. But it, in in fact, it was just it was one of those things where it was if you're not the top guy, we'll give you this as a consolation prize. And and in hindsight, became got this lore of having being the workers' title. AJ is such a good heel when he bullies James Ellsworth. Like, yes. so natural. Oh yeah, Just no, like, he's a, he's a great bully heel. He's he's such a great dick heel. He's so good at this. It's like, man, this. I'm glad he had it. He was going to be a baby face early on anyway, because people were going to be happy to see him. But I'm really glad they transitioned into this because it, it fits him really well. We had uh, I thought, Wyatt he, did, family I thought he did a good hold on. I thought he did a good job explaining to Ellsworth and getting him out of this delusional state. Because the problem was, I thought Ellsworth yeah. was playing it a little bit too hard, delusional, as opposed to kind of being a little bit wary, but at the same time being confident. They 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 cartooned it up way too much on here. But I liked that AJ came in and goes, "Yeah, you got no friends now, dummy." I thought that was a good move for AJ's character. I do like the fact that, that Ellsworth is completely delusional, though. Like, mm-hmm. And he has been since the moment he showed up on our TV. Yeah. He showed up on TV saying, any man with two hands has a fighting chance mm-hmm. against Braun Strowman. And he retains that level of absolute delusion to this very day. Yeah. Uh, like when he showed up on Talking Smack the other night, and he's like, wasn't that brilliant, guys? And he... He rolled out his plan like a movie villain, like exposing it to everyone before it actually happened. I thought the touch that he goes, oh, Dean would understand because if Dean were in the same position, he'd do the same thing. I thought that was a perfect example of delusion right there. And that's what made me buy the ending. I know there were people that were angry at this for some reason. I was like, no, it makes perfect sense because they've been building this up the entire time. But that's also goes in hand in hand with the the title means something kind of crew and i don't mind that argument i just i was expecting ellsworth to come in and interfere in the tlc match if you didn't you haven't been paying attention dean ambrose comes out hits james ellsworth with the dirty deeds and leaves oh that was perfect cool that was perfect no talking no no monologuing just hit him with the finisher and leave perfect loved it no and there's not a lot more you can say about that. It was it was really, really good. Um, a lot of people wondered if he would do that or if he would just beat the living hell out of, out of James. It seems like he almost had a little bit of mercy on him by just doing that initially. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer that will last, but we'll get to that later. Wyatt Family versus Heath Slater and Rhino. Now, I'm going to credit David Otunga. Oh. They were discussing... Uh, uh, why would Heath Slater and Rhino ask for their rematch immediately? And Otunga wisely said, why he went after the title to begin with? He had kids to feed. He wants that back. He doesn't want to lose that. He's, he might not be able to pay for his damn pool now. And then JBL goes, I don't know, David. And I'm like, of course you would say that, you dumb son of a bitch. Of course. The one time he makes a good point. The one time. <laughs> I don't know, David. Well, of course. Pretty nice match here. I, I like uh, – I don't know about that finish. <laughs> I didn't like that finish at all, but – That was weird. Alex, Alex is talking me off the ledge and saying, give it time. They'll, they'll find something in it. But, man, I, I thought that was hokey as hell. It's like I knew it was coming. <laughs> like he, he bent over uh, Heath Slater and 
He's going to chuck him right into it, isn't he? And he did. Mm-hmm. He did. I don't. Um, I mean, I don't know what you do with Heath and Rhino now. I mean, I think we, we discussed this Sunday, but I mean, these guys got no offense or virtually no offense in both matches. I mean, they they need some rebuilding, and I don't think they're going to get it. I think they're going to end up like losing to guys like the Ascension, and maybe even. <laughs> did you see any part of the the SmackDown Live pre-show at all? Hell no. There's a GIF going around. The Vaude villains now have puppets. That sounds awesome. I think they're going to end up jobbing to the Vaude villains to get these puppets over. <laughs> oh, I got to go back and watch that pre-show. <laughs> There's just no two ways about it. Like, oh, puppets? Yeah, they have puppet, puppets in their own likeness, but with like square heads. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wrestling. But titles need to mean something, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I feel so I unprofessional. It. I feel so unprofessional that I missed that pre-show, like almost halfway bragged about it, and I missed out on the puppets. Damn. I only found out because someone was like tweeting a picture of it. I just went, that is fascinating. Do you think this will segue into a, into like celebrity appearances, like Triumph the Insult, Comic Dog, Lamb Chop? The return of Rocco from the Legion of Doom? No, I, 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 I hey. hope not. I, I don't think it will. And that's when the authors of Pain kill off Ellery and go on their own. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed the tag title match. They, I, I wish they would just do away with mandatory rematches for titles. Ah. Yeah. I w- yeah, I, I I don't like it, especially I don't like it in UFC to be honest with you, because I, I I think if you get dominated, you don't deserve an automatic rematch. You have to go your way up the top. I think the only way you should get an automatic rematch is if you get screwed out of it, and then that's when yeah. the authority figures can come in and look good and say, yeah, we realize this happened. You deserve a rematch. I, I'm okay with longtime dominant champions getting one as well. I'm okay yeah. with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, if if just because it's a close fight, I don't care about that. And just because, yeah, I just, I just don't like. Well, you that. know what it does is, is um, it makes the writing even more lazy because instead of going to a fresh show, they just do rematches of everything from the pay per view on Sundays. That's what drives me nuts. Is that nobody actually waits for their rematch necessarily? They're all the next night on Raw or two nights later on SmackDown. Yeah. Kaliso's interviewed in the back. He says he'll use his speed to his advantage and speed kills. Uh, Carmella and Natalia fight before their match can start. And Natalia runs into Nikki backstage saying Nikki has to believe her as we go to commercial. Uh, Natalia getting the blame for attacking Nikki. This is terrible. This is terrible. Well, I mean, yeah, I like- it's, it's not that good, but I don't think Natalia will end up being the one that attacked her. No, neither do I. And I'm, I'm hoping this turns out that Carmella's a sociopathic liar. And I'm actually hoping Becky attacked her. I think that would be interesting. But other than that, you know. Oh, but- I, I would love that, that Becky felt that their team was stronger with Becky or something like I, or, that. Or she's the champ. She should be the captain. And, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I, I was waiting for some heel on heel crime here and I didn't get it. I was kind of disappointed. Baron Corbin interviewed in the back, uh, and then we get the Ascension and the Hype Bros. 
So the hype bros, <laughs> they're going after the titles, they say, Jeff. I'm still finding Mojo endearing on these on these promos. He's so annoying. I've I've gone all the way around the world into being endeared endeared by what he's saying because I think he actually means it, and I think he's actually is excited to be there, and and all that. He got rid of that dance for this match, thank God. I don't know. I liked the ascension, the hammer time, yeah, the double. Oh Jesus, <laughs> that is, that's the worst move in wrestling history. It's a great live event uh, move. Oh yes. Live event, yes. TV, not so much. I don't know. I thought I, I was actually shocked that they won in some way because I, I thought they were going to try and give a new edge to the Ascension since they put that over on TV and then they didn't. And I'm just like, oh okay, great. I have no problem with the hype bros being kind of a, a third third team. In terms of the they're, not, they're not a terrible team. No. I enjoyed them in NXT. I thought it was a great way to to help Mojo Rawley and to Ryder. I, I don't want to say revive Zack Ryder because keep Zack employed. Let's put it that way. Keep Zack employed, yeah, sure. which I think he deserves. I think because he deserves I mean, it because he's well, done I mean, so much. Otherwise, he's going to be working for me because we have to have everybody who uses the bro gimmick. <laughs> under our employee at some point. Robbie E maybe next. I don't know. Um, oh, by the way, guys, another perk signing up for Fightful.com. EC3, Deanna Perrazzo, Jason Kincaid, part of our pro series. Adding more names soon, by the way. Go nice. register absolutely free. Miz and Maurice come out for Miz TV. I, I love this goddamn segment for oh, one yeah. reason. Yeah. He brought out Dean Ambrose. <laughs> And he gave Dean Ambrose a participation plaque. Oh my God, that was phenomenal! Yes, he's, I loved he's, it. He's the best. He's the best heel on either roster. I'll, I'll continue to say it. Uh, he gets it. I thought he was making perfect points about his treatment of James Ellsworth too. That, that's the thing is he was making yeah. sense. Going, yeah, you've mistreated him this entire time. Used him as a means to an end. And, and no, you're the bad guy here, Dean. That's, I loved that. That was that's so part great. of the appeal to to the Miz. Miz isn't lying. No, he's just saying things that these characters really don't want to hear, and they're faced with the reality, and they get pissed off. But he does it in a manner here for him, and I'm like, that's Correct. that's. It's either just repeated dumb luck or he's a master and i'm going with the latter at this point i'm going with master, master i'm going with the master and and he, yeah. he's he, what he has is and, and i liken this to if you if you're going to use a real old school guy to tully blanchard in terms of he has that natural obnoxiousness that no matter even if he's being sincere you still hate him because he's so obnoxious and such a jerk It's so good. You don't have heels like that today. Like AJ Styles is a really good heel, but I still like him. I still, and I mean, I laughed at the participation participation trophy thing, but man. Well, the difference is, AJ, is the I, difference I is AJ Styles. You feel like he's playing bad guy. Miz, you think yeah. he's actually like this? This is to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There have been times AJ Styles has done some things that makes me feel. Well, I think I think he's a dick. Okay. But he can be a nice guy. Right. He's got shades of dick. Okay. A community thing, by the way. You missed my hilarious joke the other day, Jeff. Oh, did I? 
I said that AJ Styles appeared on Up, Up, Down, Down in the Madden tournament, which is going to be huge in the game community. Right? Right? Oh, I, wish I, had the about. I wish I had the rim shot effect. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Oh, Jesus. You might lose me to stand-up comedy, Jeff. Watch out. It's a Watch tough racket. Out. Good luck. <laughs> Baron Corbin <laughs> defeated Kalisa. I, I did a little bit of writing for one of my buddies who did uh, stand-up comedy. And shocker, he ain't doing it anymore. <laughs> Go to a Ziggler show. Um <laughs> Uh, Baron Corbin defeats Kalisto. This has got to be the end of this feud, but he uh, finished off Kalisto with the old Chad Gable end of days where he does the tilt-a-whirl into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pretty good for something we haven't seen on the main roster, but I'm like, well, we saw it on the chairs Sunday night, but it's like, I would have saved that for like maybe a pay-per-view. Yeah, maybe, but it's a nice debut. Hopefully he'll keep it up. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just, I didn't see the, the, I don't see any traction in rematching this because he's beaten him almost every time except for one yep. banana peel finish. This is going to be what they're going to do with Braun and, and Sami Zayn, I think. They're just going to keep on having Braun kill Sami. Sami's going to get one win in there and then Braun's just going to kill him a couple more times and they'll just move on to something else. I mean, what, what, what is, what do you think Baron Corbin moves on to? I bet you it's Apollo Crews again. <laughs> I think that uh, they – I don't know. Okay. This was a weak smackdown in my opinion. There were a lot of a lot of placeholder matches here and not a lot of advancement. Mm-hmm. One of those was Chad Gable, Tyler, Tyler Breeze, and boy, Chad Gable was getting his shit in in this oh, yeah. match. Oh, yeah. He certainly was. Now, one of those shits that he got in was a beautiful rolling uh, – or a – Bridge German suplex out of the Okada roll. I love that he used that as a finish. Yeah. I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think I think Breeze is the right opponent for him. I mean, they worked quite a bit down in the performance center together. So I mean I, I have no problem with those two working together. I, I think Tyler Breeze personally deserves better than he's getting right now, but maybe that'll come over time. But they seem to like him in this fashion police gimmick, which I liked for a week or two. And now it's just they're just gonna it's just going to be what it's going to be, I think. It's like they're given this this little thing like <laughs> to do, but they're not given the opportunity to really take it anywhere. It's just Yeah, or they or they just run it in the ground use. over and over. Yeah. So like, here use this and we'll use this to use you to lose the people. I'm sure they can Correct. be entertaining guys, but they have been. I've seen them in other segments, and they have been. Mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss comes out to celebrate winning the title at TLC. Uh, you hear the crowd chanting, we want Becky a little bit. She starts running down Becky Lynch. Becky comes to the ring, and we got bad, bad, bad promo of them arguing. And Alexa said the word bitch at one point, and then said, before that, said, word that rhymes with witch. I'm like, why didn't you just say bitch to begin with? I don't understand it. <laughs> but uh, Becky uh, wants know, a rematch. Was, uh, yeah, it wasn't great, it, but it wasn't it wasn't absolutely terrible either. But yeah, the, the scripting was a bit bad. I for some reason I liked that visual of the very tiny Alexa Bliss standing on the second rope with the fireworks coming off, like she's almost a child in the ring with that belt. But 
you know, I, I like Alexa, so. I like Alexa. I like Becky, but. Yeah. It's, it, I hate the, oh, I want my rematch tonight. Oh, you want it tonight? Roll out of the ring thing. No, I'm so, going to walk away. Yeah. <laughs> never seen that one before. It's lazy scripting. They, 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 this whole show, that's, that would be my definition of this show tonight would be lazy. Miz versus Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental title, which was made during that Miz TV segment earlier. Fine little match. Miz, you can tell, has Dean up his game a little bit. <laughs> Here comes James Ellsworth, <laughs> and I do love that the commentary team sold this. Like, oh, no, you've got to be kidding me. This is happening again. Dean Ambrose was perfect in his reaction to discovering that James Ellsworth was the reason why he didn't get the three count on Miz. Like he turned around and he discovered and dead in his tracks, he stopped, paused and didn't move. It was, <laughs> it was splendid. What do you think happens after this? Where do you think uh, Miz wins via pinfall skull crushing finale? So that helps the Miz too. helps the intercontinental title a little bit successfully defended against Dean Ambrose. I think it hurts Dean Ambrose because no. it's like the thorn in his side continues to be this. I think it depends on whether or not they how they play this with Ellsworth because what was it to try and help Dean in some way and try and get back in his good graces or was it to screw with Dean Ambrose? I think that's, that's a, great a little question. bit of intrigue. I think that's a nice little bit of intrigue in there. I, I just yeah I agree with you that look where it's like he has the nerve to come down here and continue <laughs> screwing with my life after I gave him that move in the beginning. Do you remember that movie Hancock? Yes. With Will Smith, where at the very end of the movie, the guy with the hook gets his other hand chopped off, and he looks at Hancock and he goes, you didn't! Yeah, I'll give you another movie one. Did you ever ever see Hard Target? No, I didn't. Jean-Claude Van Damme? Oh, okay. Well, at the end, (laughs) Jean-Claude Van Damme takes a grenade and unscrews it and puts it in Lance Henriksen's pants. And he finally gets the grenade and he goes, oops. And it just explodes anyways. It's... it's, God. (laughs) Did it kill them? Oh, yeah. It 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 killed the bad guys. (laughs) But, you know, know, he thought he had had the pin to put back together and then it just kind of went off anyways. He just went, oops. (laughs) Oh, man. This was not the best episode of SmackDown. I'm sure they had to do plenty of, of rewriting in light of the AJ Styles injury. Do you think so? I don't think they did much rewriting. I think they... <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I think they, that affected at least, what, two or three segments? Well, it, affect, it, affect, it affected one story on the whole show. One story. That is not true. That is not true. You think they're having an intercontinental title match if Dean Ambrose and James Ellsworth, or uh, AJ Styles and James Ellsworth is the main event? Oh, I no, I think they're probably having Miz and Dolph again. <laughs> Maybe, but I mean the opening segment's different, Miz TV's different. You've got okay. a an AJ Styles Ellsworth match. You you don't have an Ambrose Miz match. I think there were a lot of changes. I'm willing to give it that excuse. Okay. It wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't a very good show. It was it was a completely missable show. Like one hundred percent. I'll let you win the points, Senator. Yeah, there you go. Like, if you didn't watch this show, you didn't miss a damn thing. No, no. Let's see what's happening over on... Oh, Noam Dwar is beating Cedric Alexander on 205 Live. Okay, cool. Oh, Thanks, guys. Jesus. Thanks for that. 
I want to talk a little bit about this Chris Cyborg thing, Jeff. Okay. Are you hip to I this? I am hip a little bit to it. I heard that Holly Holm agreed to fight her at a different weight than for the title. Now, so what are you? Now, what are you? Here's gonna... what's happening. Okay. And it's convenient that Cyborg didn't speak about this until today. She was saying, she said in an interview recently, if they don't create a division for me, I'm leaving. Well, as it turns out, Jeff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Over a month ago, they did that. Mm-hmm. They offered her a title fight against Holly Holm. Rejected. She said uh, she she uh, made a few excuses, which I'll, I'll get into her statements. As it turns out, Holly Holm's man or Holly Holm's coach Michael Winklejohn didn't want that fight to happen, but uh, Holm's agent said they accepted it. Holm wanted the fight. So after Cyborg rejected that one anyway, they offered her Jermaine Durandamy who Cyborg has, like, avoided fighting a couple times now. She avoided fighting her in the fall. Mm-hmm. She said she didn't want to do it. Says, no, eight weeks isn't enough for me to get to 145 pounds. 145-pound title fight in the UFC. So they were creating this division that has nobody, Jeff. Just for I'm her, yeah. like half the Yeah, half the top ten is in Bellator. The other half, she's beaten. And then whatever's left of the top 15 are either like barely 500, have maybe four or five fights, or like 37 years or older. It's really bad. I'm going to do a full breakdown on it this week on Fightful.com. Dana White says, This is, is I offered uh, Cyborg a title fight at 145 months ago. She had eight weeks to get ready for it. She said she couldn't make the weight, said she couldn't make 145 pounds. I offered her another 145-pound title fight for Brooklyn at UFC 208. She turned it down. She turned down two title fights, one because she couldn't make the, the 145 pounds in eight weeks. And Joe Silva says, maybe that's not the weight division for her either. Cyborg says that she needs time to recover from her last weight cut three months ago now. Ian Kidd, a bloody elbow, who is literally writing a book about weight cutting, says he has no idea. This is like almost unprecedented that somebody would need months to recover from a weight cut, especially after they fight that night. She has kicked George Lockhart, one of the best weight cut guys in the world, to the curb, put a lot of blame on him because she says that he incorrectly told her to take birth control. Right. And let me, let me ask you something before you go on. Were these comments to Brazilian media? Let me see. No, this was – the comments were made to MMA fighting. Oh, okay. And she said, and I quote, In my last weight cut, I almost died. I was in the bathtub cutting weight, and I thought, I will die in this bathtub. You know what I would do if I was about to die during a weight cut, Jeff? Drink I would something. stop fucking something. cutting weight. Yes. <laughs> yeah, stop That's what I would do. Um, she says it was the first time she didn't warm up in the locker room like she does for every fight because she was too weak. Blah, blah, blah. 
She said they couldn't draw blood uh, from her after the fight because she was so thick it wouldn't come out. And I was like, okay. That's like warlord level. Do you remember that story, the, the Kevin Nash story, where he says yes. that Scott Hall went to inject warlord with steroids and the needle just broke, shot out, <laughs> and he said, dude, I think you're full. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that Cyborg's on steroids. She's tested out of competition by uh, USADA. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. I don't get I, it. Cyborg says that she was offered 10 weeks notice and couldn't make the wait. What's the deal? She said she was going to make 135. She never did. She agreed for 140 fights. Now that's not enough. They offer her two 145-pound fights, and now that's not good enough. I think she may not be on steroids now, but when she was, I think she's monkeyed with her system, and she's gotten older to the point where cutting weight is hard. And, mm-hmm. and it's possibly too much to be an elite <laughs> athlete and to cut that much weight. For her she's made her- 145 every time she's tried. Right. I don't think she's missed weight. No. I don't think she's ever missed weight, ever. But there's no money in that either, necessarily. There's no money being just a champion where, you know, you're just getting cans the whole time. There's no name value in, in, a, in that division. The name what's, value what's, is all at once. That's what she's going to do anywhere else anyway. No. And she may not be interested in fighting anymore either. She may just be interested in being signed and getting that check. No. She says she said in the statement, guys, we did it. We got the 145 pound division. I encourage you guys to head over to fightmatrix.com or MMARising.com. Check out those rankings. And when you look through those rankings, you're gonna go, oh shit. <laughs> this is gonna be bad. Feel bad. I mean, you you, you could mean, have people I, in the top ten. You could have people in the top ten with like zero f- professional fights under their belt. In that, in that, well, I said that earlier. You could have top fifteen fighters that have not had fights. That's that's right. weird. That if CM Punk were a one hundred and forty five pound woman, he might have been a top fifteen fighter. And you know what? If he were zero and one, he still might be. <laughs> Don't he may? You're no. going to see a lot of comparisons <laughs> for people in this division to CM Punk. Because you're going to see a lot of people who should not be in the UFC, in the UFC, in this situation. I mean, oh, and I mean, me and Showdown talk more about it. Uh, also, on that same podcast, Dana White went off on Bjorn Rebney, and he he did this weird thing where he's like, "I wish Cowboy Cerrone would have called me about this athletes association thing because a few years ago I gave him a hundred thousand dollars for lawyers to get him out of a situation." And it was, oh, I wish I could remember who it was, Ben Folks. He said, do you remember from the great white hype when the promoter just kept giving the boxer cars instead of money? Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Yeah, I, man, I don't, that, that to me, I mean, basically telling everybody that, that Cerrone's a snitch. I mean, that, that's just wrong yeah. in, in so many ways. I mean, I can see you being angry at Rebney for doing this, especially if you were in negotiation still with GSP to get back in and to fight. I don't think this this association's going anywhere. Let's put it that way. I, I just don't see it. A UFC is the big dog in the game. Bellator's fine, but it's still, you know, it's like going from WWE to TNA. Yeah. 
That, that's true, but uh, you're not getting paid more in TNA than you are in the UFC, and you can get paid more in Bellator. Once. <laughs> I mean, not that's for not long. True. Matt, Mitrione, Matt Mitrione's made six figures two or three times already. Oh, has he? He wasn't okay. making that in the UFC. Oh, yeah, he's making a lot of money. They must a have some, of some, some hedge fund money that uh, that's not afraid to lose. Viacom, it. Viacom owns them. Okay. Guys, also go check out uh, Most Ridiculous with Anna Boward under our wrestling exclusive section. That's always such a fun segment to watch every week. I look forward to her sending that in. Uh, <laughs> so check that out. It goes up every Sunday. So lots of fun there. Also, we started up our YouTube rankings again. Uh, I'm doing them a little more timely the day after instead of a week after. So you do have to kind of adjust accordingly. Brandon Howard uh, has a new feature out, social media followers for major pro wrestling bands and comparing the popularity of WWE and UFC. Nobody analyzes stuff quite like Brandon Howard does. So go read that and vote for him in the sheeties, you guys. So back to uh, WWE real quick. Uh yeah. What do you think of the, this? Uh, t- you saw the news that they took Lawler and Lita off of the broadcast team, right? For Lawler, glad. Get him off there. He's old. Right. I he's think I good. think he's doing Evolve actually. <laughs> this next time, don't don't quote me on that. I thought I saw that, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, this I think weekend? I think you know. Yeah, I think I think Lita. You know, Lita was all right. From she tried hard. She just couldn't get anything smart out necessarily or anything entertaining out. Lawler has always been a liability on the broadcast team in, in my eyes. I, I it, Sense of humor, I never liked. And then when he really ramped up the heelishness on this last run when he got put on the SmackDown or on like pay-per-view pre-panels, he was almost unbearable. I don't know say he was unbearable. I don't know if Lawler's doing Evolve. I haven't heard that anywhere or seen that everywhere. But if he is... And they didn't like what Joey Styles said when he doesn't have a script. Uh, Let's see if I can find it. I don't know. Go ahead. I haven't found it. Like, I typed in Lawler Evolve on Twitter, and nothing uh, recently comes up. Okay. Also, a segment that we skipped over on SmackDown Nikki Bella talking to this little kid from YouTube on there. And I had somebody trying to justify it. They, They posted a picture and said, and I'm not trying to pick on him or call him out, but I, I wanted to address this. They posted a picture of her Twitter and said, like, showed that she had 270,000 followers and said, she has a lot of tw- Twitter followers. Segment wasn't for you. Get over it. She's a viral video star, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. well, a fake Will, Will Ferrell account has 2.77 million people, and I don't want the, the fucking guy who runs that on SmackDown. Ariel Hawani, I think, is a fantastic journalist. He has 400 and something thousand Twitter followers. I don't want him on SmackDown. No, this was that's a, that's a crossover demographic. No, this was the shoehorned, we're culturally relevant, here's our reference uh, thing that they do every week. I mean, I didn't know who the heck I'll that was. No. Why is a 12, 13-year-old girl more natural in front of a wrestling camera the first time she's on it than half the damn roster. That was a little weird to me because she was remarkably natural. She's an in actress. That situation. She's an actor. Yeah. She should be natural. Well, we let's be real now. We've seen some actors yes. that Oh yeah. Have but she has better representation. She has better representation than I do. So <laughs> <laughs> So I'm kind of jealous to be honest with you. I want I want a program with her and Izzy though. Can we get that going? Like maybe a cage match or something? 
No. Good, okay. nice fight between yes. her and Izzy. Sure. Who do you think would win? Oh, I think Izzy. Izzy's doing strength training now to prepare for her wrestling career. I think it's all Izzy. I think Izzy's in better shape. Is that legit? She's lifting tires and things. Is that like something that's on social media? Is that a real thing? That's yeah. No, that's that's something that they're like posting pictures of her and things like that. She got, wants to be a wrestler. Like out there doing they got her, yeah. They got her out there. Oh yeah, they got her out there doing tire flips. Maybe they have like a little sledgehammer hitting that thing. Sleds. Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh man. Somebody says Bauert is great, and a Bauert, I love you. Yeah, that, that segment's something, guys. I really enjoy it. She oh, applied yeah. to us for like transcription work, and I looked her up. I had to do a little research, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta get this girl to do a segment." She was phenomenal, as if we needed another actor actress on this damn <laughs> website. Jesus. Well, at least you, you got all, talented. All three of you, you, Alex, and Anna, could be working me at any time, and I wouldn't know it. Man. Uh, Alex Somebody and Anna said, could be, you'd know if I were working you, because I'm terrible at this. Cap <laughs> asked me if I wanted to take questions. I probably should have. But uh, somebody says, more Bauer. Yeah, hey, I'm open to it. Share her video, and we'll get more of Anna Bauer on yeah, here. Yeah, maybe she could be on a segment yeah. with Nikki Bella. That would be great. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. She's training to be a pro wrestler. Oh, is she? I'm going to have Anna on another podcast soon. Uh, here's the deal, guys. I would have her on a lot more, but 13-hour uh, time difference, easy. I don't know. Matt Skyped it, or not Skyped. Matt did the show from China last week, Jeff, and he's not in jail. Yeah, that that <laughs> when I saw that he's, Matt's doing the show from China, I go, he's never. He, he's, he, we'll see him in two years or so. <laughs> he brought his mic with him. Using the internet in China is worse than Matt, Matt Seidel trying to take cannabis into Japan. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's far oh, more man. dangerous. That's that that dude is a hundred percent nuts, and I love him, and I listen to every one of those podcasts because they're great. Yeah, I, I decided to take a little bit of a different format with that show. Like, I tried to make it like a news show and stuff, and I was like, you know what? That ain't going anywhere. The bullshit. We yeah. just got to bullshit for an hour. Like, we talk some current events. Uh, he gives his thoughts on forced circumcision, which is always important. Uh, we we talked about um, uh, <laughs> a, a politician in Chicago last week who spoke out against squirrels. Right, and, and then got squirrel- it. The suicide squirrel attacked yeah. him. Yeah, suicide squirrel jumped into his bike spokes and caused him to fracture his skull. Also, there was a new heist last week. We talked about that. This week, we got some more stuff. Uh, Kyler James sent us some cool stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, that, I'm, I'm excited for that. Hey, who's going to, to Royal Rumble next month? Hit me up on Twitter. I'll be there with some some friends of the site. Are you really so going? I, yeah, I'm going. Nice. So hopefully, uh, you know, I don't know what your obligations will be. Alex might need you. If you're doing another show, that's fine. We'll find somebody. But yeah, also a little what something I didn't, I didn't realize. I was like, oh. Huh? Oh, I was going. I, I forgot. What was Matt doing in China exactly? 
Well, I'll get to that in a moment, but uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, it'll be okay. Royal Rumble weekend, I can leave. I can get some work done from there. I can do the Google Hangouts via phone thing for a brief segment with you all. Man, Alex's kid is due like within a week of that. So who knows how that'll end up. Uh, Matt is in China talking to people. WWN is getting into MMA. Okay. And he's over there doing deals. <laughs> WWN Live. <laughs> right? So you, gotta, so you have Flow Sports getting into MMA. You have, you of course, have Uncle Dana and that big crew over there. Now you have it's, WWN. Okay. Well, here's, here's the weird thing about all this, Jeff. Okay. WWE invested in Flow Sports. Right. Flow Sports airs WWN. Right. WWN is now getting into MMA. Like ergo, in China. Yeah, ergo, WWE is in, in indirectly getting involved in MMA again. Yeah. When they, and I'm like, yeah. hey, and Fightful's involved too. Matt Riddle's right there with us. And Jason Kincaid on that, that Evolve, Flow Sports, Flow Combat, Flow Slam, all that good stuff too. How do you I think that service will smaller, do? I look at I like look I like smaller MMA promotions. Don't get me wrong, but at this point, it's becoming a lot like singing competitions on television. How many singers do you possibly have that you can put on a competition and still, you know, I mean, how many MMA groups can you have with all these services and still kind of maintain interest with each individual one? I'm I'm fascinated by that. How do I think Flow Flow Slam will do or Flow Sports? I, you know what? I think a lot of it depends on the other niche sports and see how much interest there is. I mean, if there's a lot of marching band geeks signing up to watch, you know, drum corps shows and marching band competitions, and you have like amateur running and, and things of yeah. that nature. You know, it, it just depends on, you know, how. I, I don't think one sport's going to put them over the top. I think it's going to be kind of that amalgam of all these various people that have nowhere else to watch their, you know, their, their little, you know, like team handball and curling and things of that nature and seeing how many of those people you can get to pay for a monthly service from month to month, as opposed to just maybe one time and then canceling and then coming back when something big happens. I think it's a, yeah, they're, what they're doing is they're attacking every niche and hoping yeah. it will lead to masses. Uh, I just saw something phenomenal that somebody sent me. Someone has added to Dean Ambrose's Wikipedia page under awards, the Miz Participation Award, in parentheses, in parentheses, one time. <laughs> I thought this well was going to put kayfabe uh, afterwards. Oh, gosh. Somebody oh, says, Sean, can you address uh, Dean Ambrose's terrible offense? Yeah, he's got to switch it up. Got to switch it up. Well, it's bad for us. But in terms of the strategy that they want, it's good for them. He can do it over and over again. It doesn't hurt him. It doesn't hurt his opponent. I mean, we find it boring, but it works in the parameters of what they want. I just think he needs to increase it for pay-per-views. Yeah. Somebody says, Sean, are related to Bob Sapp? No, but as I've said on the Matt Riddle podcast, my dad's like 6'4 and worked for a Japanese company, and people there for white dad if he was related to Bob Sapp. <sighs> People keep calling you Adam Sandler, Jeff. Do you get that a lot that you look like Adam Sandler? 
No. No. Just here. I'm not. Adam Sandler's far thinner than I am. Man. So. Maybe not these <sighs> days. He might have gained a bit. Somebody of says I don't get any of Jan. Yeah, I think Dean Ambrose does need to freshen it up. But uh, Jeff, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Dean Ambrose does need to freshen it up, but the best way he can do that is if he goes to freshcleantees.com. That's right, my friends. Freshcleantees.com. Use that code FIGHTFUL on Fresh Clean Tees' fantastic T-shirt service. The softest, most magnificent T-shirts you will ever wear. You'll put that on you go, damn. This isn't that knockoff Walmart crap that I'm buying that chafes my skin, makes me itchy. No, 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 no. Fresh Clean Tees only sends you the best quality shirts uh, at really a ridiculously low price. And if you use that Fightful code, you'll save 20%. Stylish tees never go out of style, especially when you know, any colors. You can, you can switch it up. One-time shop, subscription services. There are a lot of ways to go about this. You can skip shipments. Lots of options here. Somebody says, <laughs> fresh, clean teas saved my life. It could save your life. It might. I legitimately keep one of my fresh, clean tea shirts in the trunk of my car in case I need a change. You never know where you're somewhere. If you're somewhere, you'll spill something all over yourself. Maybe you're, you're at the movies. Some guy comes up, stabs you with an ink pen. Okay, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Jeff? You got a stab wound and ink all over your shirt. You're going to go out to the car. You're going to get your fresh, clean teas. Hopefully, you'll have saved 20% with Fightful. And you'll be good to go. Not only that, they're really flattering. I look like I have traps when I wear the fresh, clean tea stuff. And I don't. And I don't. I'm sure you have better traps than you think. (sighs) Maybe. Maybe I do. You're a married man, though. You don't need traps anymore. That's true. You need need a dad bod. No, I don't need that. (laughs) I don't need that. Because on occasion, I do go in and train with some of the crack and fight team. And they kick my ass enough anyway. I definitely don't need to be any, any worse off. You need to live but, stream you know, that. You need to live stream that on Fightful. I have I've done it on Facebook. Getting his ass I've, kicked. That's what, I've done it on Facebook before. Dude, that would be on, so many buys. I could get so many people to. to oh, could you? What is? Is there some <laughs> sort of conspiracy theory? No. To see me get my ass. It's not tough. It's not tough to see me getting my ass kicked at that gym. They got killers there. Uh, but luckily something that helps keep me in the game is on it. Go click our on it link on that podcast page. You guys use that alpha brain, use that shroom tech, get a kettlebell use that plus Oh, their kettlebells are great. Looks like a monkey. That's about ready to bite your nuts off. You can get a kettlebell. that looks like that over at on it.com. It's a crazy looking kettlebell. True. That monkey looks awesome. A nut-biting monkey, Jeff. Sure. Makes me laugh. It'll protect your home, too. I'm pretty sure if you set that thing outside your house, somebody's going to see that, and they'll be like, all right, now either the monkey's going to bite my nuts or the person that owns the monkey kettlebell might bite the nuts. Nah, you don't leave a kettlebell outside. Then, then the robbers get all jacked, and then they come into your house. I'm not doing that. That's true. Somebody said uh, someone edited the Ms. Participation Award off Dean's Wikipedia. That's a shame. 
Who, uh, would I love to see Ziggler versus and shamed out that person now? That person did this country a national disservice. Screw that. Would we guy. like to see Styles versus Ziggler? I'm sure that'd be a fantastic match. Oh yeah, they were having a nice little program uh, when the roster first split, I believe. So yeah, no, I, I love those two together. Tell the people where they can follow you. Tell them about Shake Them Ropes, all that Q stuff. I'm on Twitter at CrabGame13, usually with banality about wrestling of some way, bad jokes, occasional GIF files. Sure. Come on. It's a fun follow. What else are you doing on Twitter? Um, <laughs> you don't think you understand my jokes here. Wait till you see me on Twitter. Um, Shake Them Ropes this week is something I'm very excited about. We're actually recording after I get done with this. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, and then we go into two Ric Flair matches against Ricky Steamboat from 1989. Both the Chi-Town Rumble match and the Wrestle War match. So I'll get to wax historic about a very important year for me in wrestling. And you can Looking follow Looking forward Rob to at, that. Yeah. My f- you can follow Rob at Nicholas. Nicholas. You can follow Rob at Nicholas. There was somebody on our YouTube that's like, I guess, after the after Rob had done the Flow Slam deal briefly before he passed it up, we had said something like our esteemed colleague instead of Rob McCarron, and somebody's like, why won't you refer to him by name on the show? I was like, he's been on the damn show. Because he's dead to us. Yeah, he's dead to us. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that, that's the thing about being in the public shot is that they parse every word you say and then yeah. you know i mean I'm, I'm sure half the words i've said that have been criticisms have gotten back to the people that i've said them about and i'm probably on some people's most wanted list of some kind last question before we go somebody says would you like to see aj styles uh have the revival as henchman i wouldn't mind that I'd love to see AJ Styles in anything, maybe up until Shakespeare. You know, you give him the revival, fine. Yeah. You can give him anybody, and they'd be that great might fungus. be good. Well, AJ AJ Styles and Shakespeare <laughs> might be great. Oh man! Alas, poor you, Yorick. Okay, go ahead. Have you ever seen that 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 skit, the whitest kids you know, the how Abraham Lincoln really died? No, I, I haven't. Oh, you gotta but go I love watch the whitest that. kids you know. They're 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 good people. You have everybody watch uh that segment after you go watch anna bauert's segment yes most ridiculous this week subscribe to us on youtube leave us a thumbs up by the way guys but go watch that i get the feeling that's 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 an aj styles type of uh performance we would get in shakespeare uh subscribe to us on (laughs) itunes if you haven't already a lot of people still asking about that you can directly download the show a little bit later Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Fightful Online. Share the site, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook groups, Reddit, all that cool stuff. We have stories that post literally every few minutes on Fightful.com. We don't have dead periods throughout our day, like morning, afternoon, night, periods, you know, the wee hours of the night, sure. Uh, I'm back tomorrow evening with Showdown Joe. We're talking the UFC 206 show. What remains of this UFC Albany deal? Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's technically happening. What a shit show that is. Um, we're going to talk about Cyborg. We're going to talk about the Dana White comments. Somebody says, why is the camera on Jeff while you're talking? Because I screwed it up. That's why. I had to switch it back over. Yes. Either way, support Fightful.com. Don't forget to vote for us in the Sheedy Awards, you guys. Thank you so much. Until tomorrow night, we are out. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, 
like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.